I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I want to jump right in with Hondo Carpenter of Sports Illustrated. Covers the Raiders and is joining us now from Las Vegas. And boy, it's been a tumultuous week around this organization. Mark Davis deciding to pull the plug on Josh McDaniels and the GM Dave Ziegler. And after a year and a half, they are out and they're starting fresh yet again. So, Hondo, you're around the team every day. What have the last couple of days been like at the Raiders facility? You know, I'll tell you a couple of things, Amy, that are really interesting. I had reported they were not going to be fired. In fact, when fans asked me, I said 5% chance. <clears throat> and the reason wasn't because everybody thought there was a great job being done. But Mark Davis had given them assurances after the New England Patriot game that they were going to be back in 24. Many of us who are the beat people and some national were surprised at the firing. It wasn't that we thought things were going well, but assurances have been made that they were coming back. Now, I don't think Mark Davis lied. I'm not implying that he did. It just got so bad. And Josh had become so rigid in his system. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is has been a complete failure as a quarterback, not a human being, not attacking his character, but just been such a complete failure as a Raider quarterback. And as they watched him continue to play and nothing happened in Detroit and he would not make the switch to Aiden O'Connell, they just, the frustration began to just overflow. And Mark Davis knew, and he listened to some of the uh, key alumni that things were not working, and he pulled the, the trigger. It was a breath of fresh air. Antonio Pierce has been amazing. Champ Kelly's been amazing. And I think this this organization, I've said on your show several times, has a, a plenty of talent. I think they've found some reinvigoration. Uh, Antonio Pierce is elevated to the interim job, and right away you can hear his passion, his enthusiasm, his energy. But what is expected of this team the rest of the way? They're expected to win. I mean, that's the motto of the franchise, just win, baby. And to Antonio's credit, this guy came out and dropped a hammer, and and he didn't back down from that. He didn't back down that he feels like they have the the players and the winners and the guys to go do it. I don't think anybody expects them to make a playoff run, but this is a guy that I, I don't think, as you're the Raiders, as historic as this franchise is, I don't think this is a place for people to come learn to be a head coach. Antonio Pierce gets a nine-week job interview to learn on the job. I'm 
rooting for the guy, not because I'm a Raider fan. I'm not. I'm rooting for him because I root for good people. Mm-hmm. This guy's good people. And Champ Kelly, what a great guy, the interim GM. And they're coming in with the anticipation. I mean, his first move is he fires the offensive coordinator, promotes Bo Hardigree, who used to be a quarterback at Tennessee, lots of experience as a, as a coach, not in a coordinator. He comes in, and you know we're going to see a lot more play action, some screens, some bubbles. You're going to see this team attacking down the field. There is genuine excitement. When I use the term simplification, a lot of people think dumbing down, and that's not what's going on. But Josh's system was rigid, and it was predictable, and they're going to go out and play to their strengths. I've had a front-row seat to watching Nick Saban over his career. And he wrote in his book that after LSU, he had learned that, that he had made some mistakes, gotten conservative with leads. We've watched him evolve, and now we've seen him win with a spread offense, with a power offense, because Nick Saban adapts to his personnel. Josh did not do that, and you're watching Antonio Pierce do it. Why couldn't they figure out a way to make it work? McDaniels is supposed to be this offensive expert, uh, and I know yep. Tom Brady is better than anyone we've ever seen, uh, but he had worked with Jimmy, had brought in a lot of personnel from New England. So why couldn't they find a way to mesh? That's a great question, and there are a couple things that go with that that I, I think are really germane. There's a narrative that's not accurate that Josh lost the locker room. And as a guy that's there every day, I can, uh, and, and covering the team every day, um, and our people are there every day, I can tell you that I never once, and I'm in constant contact with players on this team, had a player ever go after him personally or ever tell me they wanted them fired. They were frustrated because they felt like there was talents and there wasn't changes made, but there wasn't anybody that turned on them. Uh, Mark Davis talked to the players a lot, and that there, there was frustration, and I, I, I reported that. But there was not one person that, that disliked him. And I, I take that back. There's a couple that didn't, but they weren't significant players. He was not unliked. It's just he was so rigid and committed to his system after the uh, Chicago Bear game. I said, you know, you preach the process. and But when the process isn't working, do you scrap it, change it, or stay the course? My question was germane because it's not working, and he just stayed to his system. There was a lot of people that were supportive on the player side. When he wanted to go with Brian Hoyer, when he, you know, when, and, and so he did. And at, at Chicago, it didn't work, so he didn't give a chance to Aiden to try to, you know, be a spark to the team. He goes right back to Jimmy Garoppolo in Detroit, gets slaughtered, doesn't go to Aiden. And I'm going to tell you, there are several people in that building, players and management and others, who felt that Aiden O'Connell was the best quarterback, that he wasn't ready because of the rigidity of Josh's system but they all thought he was the best quarterback. And now you saw that move. You saw Antonio Pierce, bold move. Bam, we're going with Aiden O'Connell, the rookie out of, out of Purdue. And it's going to be fascinating to watch. This team is not fractured. This is a team that hasn't quit. This is a team that's still fighting. They're juiced. They're fired up. They're ready to go. I, I'll tell you one other thing. It reminds me of a lot 
of when Rich Basaccia took over for John Gruden. But there's one difference. They loved Basaccia, but the team had some fractured parts to it. This is a team that love each other, and they're united. It's a unique situation. Everybody on that team loved Rich Basaccia, but there were divisions among the team. This team, they all like Antonio Pierce. Everybody's jacked he got the job. He's not beloved like Rich because he had a different job. Rich had a job as a coordinator, so he touched more players. But they all like him. They're united. And I hope when this year is over, I'm back on my favorite national radio (laughs) host show, Amy Lawrence, and I can say I'm proud to report Champ Kelly has got the permanent job, and so has Antonio Pierce. That would be the best for the Raiders, best for those guys, and I know it would be best for the players in in the locker room. Hondo Carpenter is back with us from Las Vegas. It seems like it's been a lot of negative the last couple of times we've had him on the show. Covers the team for Sports Illustrated. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Hondo, Aiden O'Connell is taking over. What does he bring to the table? First of all, you know, he's because of all the COVID years, it's not like he's an, you know, a 21 or 20-year-old kid, number one. He's a super smart. His football IQ is through the roof. Number one. Number two, he's got a big arm. He can make every throw, and that's big. Now, at Purdue, he's able to make throws that in the NFL get picked off. At Purdue, he's able to hold the ball longer. And so those are two areas that every rookie has to improve on, and that's an area he needs to improve on. But he's super smart, and his teammates, they love him. They believe in him. I'll give you a great story. Early in training camp, you know, they weren't being rude. There was nothing excessive, but they're teasing the rookie. And everyone talked about, he took it, and he and he loved it, and he was part of the locker room. And, you know, you always get the one rookie comes in, that's not me, you're not doing that to me, and, and bucks the process, and people are like, wow, he's pretty arrogant. He just came in, and he was really humble. When there were whispers of teammates wanting him, one particular, you know, a, situation a player went to him and said we want you to know we're really rooting for you which you're playing and oh man no that's okay don't do that because jimmy's our guy or brian's our guy you know he he wasn't looking for a controversy even though he knew he was playing well in practice and had earned the right to play this wasn't a guy you know fueling the whispers he was a big supporter of jimmy he's always been so complimentary of jimmy and brian so, you know, a rookie that comes in and is humble earns a lot of respect in a veteran locker room. And guys like that he can get them the ball. And they know there's going to be a learning curve, but they're rooting for their guy. And one guy said it best. He's our kid. You know, he's our little <laughs> brother. We believe in him. We want him. And there's that sense. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, two talented players who could start and make an impact pretty much any other team in the league. Now moving forward, how do they incorporate those two stars to give a jolt to the offense? I I got several NFL executives to anonymously give me their thoughts of the Raider offense uh, back, I think it was October 8th I published the article. And they talked about... uh, Teams are stacking the box to stop Josh Jacobs, and if it's not a run, you just get to blitz Jimmy because there was no threat of the deep ball. And you're going to see them now use play action, which is a strength of Aiden, using some bubble screens. 
<clears throat> but they're going to take those shots now. And it's going, you saw in the Lions game, for anybody that watched the Monday night game, even though Jimmy was throwing poorly and at one point was three of eight, the Lions even talked about it after the game. They had to adjust their defense because they were taking shots. Now, Jimmy wasn't successful, but they were taking some shots. And when teams have to figure into the deep ball, it opens up the intermediate and short game and opens up the running game. And you saw Josh Jacobs, you know, be able to run. In fact, they had one drive where they looked exceptionally well. And you're going to see that. Bo Hardegree is going to attack with what Aiden does well. Again, Josh's system, and you saw this in Los Angeles with Aiden's one start against uh, the Chargers. When it wasn't working because it was something that Aiden couldn't do or did, hadn't mastered yet, rather than go to what he could do, they just kept trying. And it just it, it was a circular firing squad. And that rigid, rigidity of this is what we do is great when you have the personnel, but they don't have the personnel. Mm. And so you're going to see the Raiders doing what they can do, and I think that's going to be a big spark. And think about this, Amy. This offense has not gone over 19 points all year. And wow. for the one game where the team did go over, you know, they had a, you know, the defense had a score. So this is going to be very interesting to watch. And I think, and I think the Raiders are going to go in and win. I think you're going to see them find a little bit of a momentum and a spark. And I think you're going to see one thing that has stood out to me and I'll give you a great point. I, if we're up against the clock, just tell me to shut up. But um, I had a player say to me after a win, you know, it was great that we did this for Josh. You could tell he was stressed. Like, that's what I mean. They hadn't quit on him. Wednesday, they get back. And that Wednesday night, he texts me and says, man, no different. No, no, no sense of, of relief. And the player said to me, this is a game. It's supposed to be fun. And with him, it's just win or lose back to the process. And, 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 and the player said to me, you know, we're out there risking our lives. We're out there risking our futures. We're out there risking injuries or CTE or whatever. We, granted, we make a lot of money, but we got to have fun. And I think that began to weigh on them after the winning streak that, wait a minute, this is supposed to be fun too. And I, and I had one player, um, I haven't even shared this. I, I was going to share this, uh, on this on Sunday before the game. So I'm, I'm sharing this nationally that said to me, they almost felt relief for Josh when he got let go and said, they almost felt bad for him. Like, he just wasn't having any fun at his job. And I'm sorry, that, that player's right. And I, you're going to see a Raider team back having fun. And I think, I don't even know what price you put on that. In all my years of covering the game of football, it's meant to be the smell of the chlorophyll of the fresh cut grass rising like incense to heaven. And on God's day off, they play this game at its highest level. Mm. And it's meant to be fun. And, and it had not been fun, and I think the fun's back in Vegas. Hondo Carpenter with some great insight from inside the Raiders locker room. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We've heard from Devontae Adams, who 
very rarely speaks his discontent or his dissatisfaction. He'd gotten more and more frustrated. How much do you think it mattered that there were players who were willing to speak out about the challenge and the difficulty and the fact that they just didn't have any answers? You know, I'm going to defend Josh McDaniels for a minute because obviously what he did has failed, and I was one of the hardest media on him. But I'm going to defend him, too, because I think it's important in our jobs to be truthful. One of the things that Josh did, and a former New England player who's now a Raider said this to me, is in New England, you don't get to speak your mind. So Josh didn't do it all the Patriot way. He wanted those guys to speak up. Josh never wanted, you know, uh, Devontae Adams to be silenced. He didn't have a problem with guys speaking out. And I do respect him for that. Devontae's voice is very loud. He's the second best player on the Raiders behind Max Crosby. He's one, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the NFL, underutilized. And he had every right to be angry. I'm going to share something with you that I've, I've reported, but nationally people haven't. Devontae Adams took less money to be a Raider. He wanted to be here. This is the team he grew up rooting for. And when you take less money, that speaks voluminous to a a testosterone-filled locker room that's based on, you know, guts, brawn, testosterone, and cash. And so when he spoke out and said, listen, I came here, I took less money because I want to win because this franchise committed to me to win. When we're not winning, I'm not happy because it's not about my money. It's about winning. It, it, he's made a lot of money. He wants the winning. He's a winner. Him and Max Crosby are, are a rarity in superstars that aren't sitting at home counting their money. They want to win. If you said Devontae Adams, we'll guarantee you a Super Bowl, but you play for a dollar, he's taking the dollar. He, that's him. And so when he's angry and he's like, we got a standard, we got to, you know, okay, yeah, we won, but we didn't play to how good we are. That was right down Josh McDaniels' love language. So there wasn't that Josh, to his credit, wanted those guys to speak out. And I, I credit him for it because he could have tried the Bill Belichick way and this thing would have blown up. <laughs> he did try to do it differently. It just, it, his rigidity didn't work. But it wasn't that that he leaves here hated. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. I convinced Hondo to stick around for a couple more minutes because I have this question based on your last answer. Do you see reasons for hope with the Raiders now moving forward? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Remember, this is not a team void of talent. This is not a team that doesn't have a lot of pieces. This is not a team that's sitting here thinking, oh, my word, we have nothing. There was a lot more right with this team than wrong. It's just the problem is what was wrong was at the forefront. You got a bunch of guys that had every right to be frustrated, and they were. They didn't quit. That's a big deal. That's character. That's guys who love the game of football. Now, that speaks to Dave Ziegler and the kind of guys he brought in guys that love the game. And so you, when you got guys that love the game that want to win, guys that are joking and laughing and hanging out in the locker room, which hasn't been happening but now is again. And one thing Antonio Pierce did, 
And again, I haven't even talked about this on my own reporting. I'm going to do it later this weekend. But you're my buddy, and you draw this good stuff out of me. <laughs> um, but one of the things Antonio Pierce did is he walked in the locker room, and he told the guys in the locker room, I need you because we got to win, and we can't wait. It's not about me. And one player said this to me, and I thought this was brilliant. He never once said, guys, I want this job. Go win this job for me. It was all about us. He talked about what it was like to have been a player in a winning locker room. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. He talked about that feeling and how once you get it as a player, it never goes away. One of the players said, Josh never came in and was selfish. They weren't implying that. But he also, it was, okay, here's the process. We're going to do X, Y, Z and end up at, at Y. With Antonio, it was about us. Guys, I want you to taste that. Guys, it's, it's something that I, I've, I've been there. I've done it. I want you to feel it. I want it for you. And I was told that after, and again, this has not been reported by me, that after his first meeting with the team, it erupted, erupted. And the guys were ready to go, and, mm. and the players are ready. Nothing would be better for Mark Davis than Raider Nation than you're sitting here at Christmas time, and Mark Davis is able to say there won't be a national search because Merry Christmas, I'm keeping these <laughs> two. You know, Amy, one of the reasons that I love your show and I respect you as not only a journalist but as my friend is your show has always been about let's bring great information. We don't create the news. We report it. You do it the right way. I've always rooted for good people. It's why I'm a fan of you and a friend. And I love to watch good people prosper. I love to watch good people succeed. And there is a ton of great people. You know, the Raider organization gets a really bad name by people outside of it. And I know because I grew up in Michigan and, and I've been around the country, I know what people say. Raider fans are like St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans. They're like Nebraska college football fans, Indiana uh, Hoosier basketball fans. And they're a lot like L.A. Laker pro basketball NBA fans and Red Wing NHL fans. They're the smartest, some of the smartest in the NFL. They know the game. I once saw a woman, I'm going to guess she was in her 90s. She stopped me at Allegiant. You got to talk to the right tackle. His <laughs> right foot, the way he places it, I can always tell if it's a run or a pass. And I'm 90. They know the game. <laughs> Matt Millen, who is a dear friend and a man I love and adore, when I was covering him as a beat reporter, when he was the general manager of the Lions, he told me something I'll never forget as long as I live. He said, every other fan base, the fans think they're part of the team. But with the Raiders, the players believe the fans are part of the team. Mm. And for this fan base, who are some of the most passionate amazing, tremendous people. I love walking into the stadium. I always go early, home or away, to just take a few minutes. You can look at my Twitter. I'll post pictures of fans and just meet them. I'm one of the few media guys that likes to follow them and talk to them. These fans deserve better. And a year ago at Allegiant Stadium, a man stood at his seat and held a sign that said, we deserve better. It wasn't full of F-bombs or foul language. 
It was just one fan saying, we deserve better. And I don't know if Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly will end up with it. I don't know if the next coach will fail like Josh McDaniels. But tonight in the Raider Nation, there's something that's one of the most valuable things in the world. It's hope. And for these people who are some of the most amazing people, I'm not a fan, but I hope it works because these people are special and I get to work with them every day and and I'm blessed and they deserve it. Hope springs eternal. If you give people a reason to hope, they will cling to it. That sounds like what's happening with the Raiders and their fan base now as big changes were made. So Hondo Carpenter, one of our favorites with Sports Illustrated, covers the Raiders. Lots of insight from the locker room and the facility. You can find him on Twitter at Hondo Carpenter. Always good to connect with you. I can't believe we're three weeks out from Thanksgiving, but we are. So if we don't talk to you again, well, (laughs) happy Thanksgiving to you and to Raiders fans. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. God bless you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.